Okay, and we're recording. Nathan Marshall, Andy Malfrina, ready to record. Panties in the mouth. How the hell are you, buddy? I, I, I don't think I'll ever get on board with that energy. <laughs> I don't, we'll never find a good intro. We're going, you know, I think we got to go every other. <laughs> what do you mean? Just, uh, I don't I, I You know what? I'm not going to be good at introing it. I'm just going to be, it's going to be NPR-ish if I intro it. Yo, you're looking good, by the way. Let me see your arms. All the, all of them. Yeah, dude. Look at you. <laughs> You're a beefy son of a gun. Nah, I'm just gaining weight. I'm just get- gaining weight. I'm not getting my steps in. <laughs> You're not getting your ten thousand. Yeah, nope, nope. I used to. I was getting twenty before all this. <laughs> that was when uh, I remember when like getting your ten thousand steps popped up because there's always like there's always like weight loss shit that'll pop up because everyone's looking and not not saying I'm not either. And I'm not as as by, you know, if you have eyes and you're pointing them in my direction, it's clear that I'm not the you're one fat. to listen to. Yeah, shut up. Um, And <laughs> just, just that's where you were going with it. I thought I was finishing your sentence. Uh, yeah, we're on the same wave, wavelength. I get it. Um, No, no, no. But there's always there, whatever, whatever, like fitness advice pops up. People always look for it. Like you remember when it was like a, a glass of wine a day. <laughs> People are like, well, that sounds awesome. So that's Wait, definitely that's been, proven, that's been proven wrong. It's not been proven wrong, but I saw somewhere like someone like because what they do sometimes is they get like a little bit of like info that sounds pretty good. And then they just really run with it. And I think it was saying something like it's been kind of proven that wine could probably help your blood blood pressure. And people are like, so you're saying I can drink more wine? Wine helps your blood pressure. One thousand percent. Yo. I, I know you're not drinking right now, but do you ever see yourself being a wine guy? No, of, no. <laughs> like I can't. a man who's in the beer? Just I, like, I, I just I, have to relax with my glass of wine. Maybe if, like, you know, we start getting big and we start making money and stuff because, like, I can't, I can't, like, sip cheap wine. I've sipped, like, when we went to the Finger Lakes last year, we got this, like, $25 bottle of wine, which wine people are probably being like, oh, he thinks that's expensive, peasant. Um, <laughs> but we got, we got this, like, 20 20- If we had any wine people that listen to this podcast... <laughs> I'd be a, I'd be amazed. It'd probably be for like sex reasons. They're like, we just want to, we just want to hear the common folk talk about their woes. <laughs> <laughs> While they're like sitting up there, fucking paying off. I finished, by the way, I finished thirteenth, and there was that part where the fucking organization just tells all the fucking lawmakers to <laughs> decide which laws to fucking make. They're yeah. probably those people are sitting there listening oh, to our no. podcast. Yeah, wasn't that part crazy as shit when they were like the what, what were they? What was the name again? Like Al Aldolf or some goofy shit. Started with an A. That's all. It was I'm like Alec, which yeah, um they popped that. in John Oliver. John Oliver had the best, where it's just like this sounds like. <laughs> It just sounds like a hoity-toity white person. <laughs> yeah, Alec. Like, I'm Alec. What laws am I going to make today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. That was the part, honestly, I was, when I saw that, I was like, if Andy doesn't like anything else about this, this part is right up his wheelhouse. <laughs> oh, dude, honest, honestly, it made me more, it made me more me. And I was just like, the fucking government, dude. <laughs> Everywhere we go, they're always like, how can we be the biggest dickheads possible? <laughs> I don't know. The, pri- the prison shit, you know, all of it got me. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. All of it got me, but I just was like, 
when they when they sort if you guys haven't seen it 13th it's talking about uh the third you know the 13th amendment and prison pop and like the prison population and uh prison reform and all this other stuff basically how like people in prison how they arrest people all this other shit it's basically turned into like modern day slavery and when you hear someone say that it comes off crazy hyperbolic yeah. and then when you see it the part that really I've, I've i've heard this a million times it's like i was saying before we were um we were talking about stuff before it's like you can hear the facts and this is why i'm never on board with completely like you hear like the ben shapiro's of the world where they're like mm, facts over feelings and you're like but no feelings also are yeah. definitely good to keep it facts are important feelings are important it's got to yeah. feel and that it's there's like when they it's like you can see all the facts in the world but when you have like when they attach like the the real human element to it, it just hits in a whole different way. And yeah. fuck yeah, that documentary. Once again, it, it was the shit. Like I was saying before, it's not you're not gonna say you enjoyed it, but you're glad you watched it. You're glad you like internalized the information and shit. Yeah, that shit was fucking insane. There was um, <laughs> sorry, there was like one little the the part of my head that looks out uh film production. Yeah. There was like one guy getting interviewed and he was like perfectly like mushed up on the side of a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, so many, so many that that had so many awkward like sitting awkwardly sitting people. Oh, yeah. And then the one dude who I don't think they ever gave his name, he was wearing an all white suit. I couldn't tell what his nationality was. Oh, he was, he's uh darker skinned, right? Yeah, but he yeah, didn't yeah. Look black either though. It was uh but I his his it was just him in his white suit in this black room. Like he almost looked like the bad guy in the movie. <laughs> but he was saying, but he wasn't saying bad guy things. But his his setup was like, no, that's that's the Bond villain. That's definitely the Bond villain. <laughs> like you're not tricking me, all white suit. Yeah, because it's like if you're wearing an all white suit and you're not trying to sell me chicken, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> the Colonel. <laughs> you need an all white suit and a bolo tie, dude. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! Did you see the uh, the latest the latest uh, cancel culture shit? Oh uh, wait, uh, dude. I mean, at this point, at this point, it's fucking. You got to be more specific because I mean, I got yo wrestling Twitter's basically trying to cancel the whole the whole business. Re wait, wrestling act? Is it the? Is it? It's not wrestling fans though. It, dude, it's everyone. Wait, even wrestling fans are like, "Fuck you." Well, cause like, well, like res wrestling fans are like super, they're like a uh, super SJW. I don't know a hundred percent. Are you why. serious? Yeah. I don't get it. I think it's cause they're That's like crazy. Cause I'm like from when, <laughs> when McMahon would say like, do you remember the, I, maybe we talked about this on another podcast, but it's we just said the N word. Well, McMahon did. And then Booker T just looked at him like he went up to, who was it? Uh, he said Cena. it to John Cena. He's like, <laughs> yeah. what up, my? Mm -hmm. And then Cena was like, now, in their defense, they were making Vince McMahon look like the dickhead. But still, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it wasn't like he said the N-word and everyone was like, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it still is Vince McMahon saying the L-word. Exactly, exactly. Now. Like, you know. Exactly. So, so it's, it's funny that, that now they're SJ. I guess the. I think know, I it's because. Don't grow up. So they're what? all kids. Wrestling fans are all kids or adult kids. So I, I don't know what it is exactly. I think I think part of it has to do with like there is so much stuff in wrestling that just does not it just does not age well. 
Mm-hmm. It just does not um, age well. Like it, it, you'll just you'll just randomly pop on, and you'll you'll pop on an old thing, and like they'll tell like the commentators will be telling a joke that just it just doesn't age well, or they'll have an angle that just doesn't come off great. All this other like there was this one. Do you remember the character Gold Dust? Yeah. Like there was an episode where, or there was a whole angle they did where I I can't remember if he got electrocuted or something, but he essentially developed a stutter. And the whole joke was like he would <laughs> he would stutter over he the was top, stuttering gay like, guy. Like like he would put Porky Pig. Well, I mean, actually, yeah, that's the other that's the other thing of Gold Dust. Gold Dust gets in, and his whole character is like, "I'm gay. That's uncomfortable, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay, and I'm going to touch you." Yeah, <laughs> dude. And you can literally look at old you can look at old WCW uh, episodes or shows where. A guy. I literally saw one time a guy was oh, holding up a already, sign that said uh, "Gold Dust is an fag," and you're like, "Come on, guys!" Uh, oh, and that's what I was saying. Like, I was, was trying to finish it. What was his finisher move? I was about to call it his ultimate move. That's how you know. Um, uh, I don't know. I think it was the pegging. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. But you know, it's so funny, dude. Looking back, it's like I never. <laughs> <laughs> the the oh what, what was it? I was watching Archer Archer and I found out uh buggery that's another term for sodomy that I didn't know. Well, that one sounds fun. Yeah, that one's fun. That sounds like you're gonna twirl a cane while you say it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fanciest way to get fucked as a man. Yeah, but like <laughs> back to what I was. <laughs> buggery. <laughs> oh, what, you're just on the bed. Like, what are you doing back there? Getting into a bit of buggery? <laughs> <laughs> knock it off old chap <laughs> no but like they're like oh, the thing I, I don't know i think he got electrocuted or something but yeah it, like the joke was literally like gold dust had a stutter <laughs> now, now once again t- to put in context i'm remembering a segment because like someone in my uh twitch chat showed it to me recently and yeah like they have gold dust stutter they have triple h and rick flair just like laughing at him like you're you're different you're different like, but you then dummy like just that kind of shit yeah but then at the end of the segment you hear booker t's music come out booker t and gold dust start to fuck them up so like i think it's just with this day and age it's um and also too with the fact that like wrestling is everyone ever there's not a person over the age of like eight that doesn't know it's uh, scripted and everything. Yeah. And I think it's at a certain point, like, cause in wrestling, you want to get the bad guy wants to get what's called heat. They want people to hate him. And you know, you can look at it from a technical, technical standpoint. Be like, if you were to say be racist or, or do certain type of bullying or this and that, or make fun of for someone for a stutter, the crowd is going to hate you. But I think with the modern day audience, it gets to a point where they're like, that's also going to bum us out though, if you do it. So it's just not a thing to fucking, but yeah. fans aren't just about that anymore damn all right can't make fun of stutters anymore no <laughs> well i think it's also too i've been thinking about that where like i do remember there's been a whole there's been so many things you would make fun of each other for in the past that with every year they're like oh there's a medical reason why that happens and you're like oh oh so i was being a dickhead okay <laughs> yeah yeah i remember uh, people in school used to get like made fun of for shit like eczema <laughs> it's like damn. like when you really think about what that shit was it's like damn but then when they go on the flip side you get people like eczema lives matter you're like all right that's the other whole opposite end <laughs> yeah like all right relax bro we're not relax with your itchy skit over there <laughs> <laughs> but no i don't know 
But yeah, dude, everyone's getting canceled. Oh, in the wrestling world, yeah, it was it was just too many people to fucking count. But it got to a point where like there was this one wrestler. Now he had his name's Jimmy Havoc, and he had like legitimate like sexual assault claims, I believe. I gotta be honest, I didn't look into it. But the one I saw was this other dude, <laughs> and his story was essentially I was at a bar where Jimmy Havoc was after another show, and like I don't know if they got in a fight or whatever. But Jimmy Havoc, for probably no, it seemed like for no reason, punched him in the face twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then he, but then the guy called up the wrestling promotion, and the promotion, like very professionally, was like, "Yeah, he did. He did that after the show. I don't, I don't know what you want us to do about it." All right, you just hit ten minutes on talking about wrestling, and I that is my that is my limit. We've hit my peak. <laughs> I watched the timer countdown. I was like, all right, and there we go. <laughs> you can hear the rest on my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Andy Got Jokes. Yeah, that was just, that was just a long plug. It was just a long plug. <laughs> that was just I, my I business mean, card. <laughs> you, you know what, folks? This is what you got. Pandemic, civil unrest. <laughs> this is all there is to talk about is wrestling. You know what else? <laughs> Actually, Andy, I'm restarting the timer. What else you got? Um, I just watched uh, the Royal Rumble from '93. That was pretty good. You want to talk about that? No, no. Um, <laughs> I just all right. Here's my thing. Here's my here's the news of my week. Last of Us Two, baby. Oh yeah. Is you don't buy games for full price, do you? Is that like a Andy rule? Unless it's a wrestling game, you're not. Uh it used to be. It used to be, but not so much anymore. Not so oh, yeah. much anymore. I I like I bought uh. I bought Doom Eternal for full price, which pissed uh, me off because two weeks later they were selling it for like thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. got me. That it was, got like, me it was like thirty nine ninety nine or something weird. It was something yeah. ridiculous. I, it's a great game though, so I'm not mad. Yeah, it's twenty bucks. You got to play it a few hours, like you know, a week or two earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Last of Us, you might as well just get rid of all your other games. Like, just get rid of them all. <laughs> And play Last of Us until the next Last of Us comes out. It's, it doesn't even make sense to get on to do anything else. Now, Stop I, doing comedy. <laughs> I was about to. I was about to text you when I text you. I do. Um, I actually do have to do something. I know we're recording this earlier, and I, I am going to PA to go to um see a like a drive-in movie. So oh no shit. So that's that's why I had to uh, ask you to do this earlier, but um. Also, if I didn't have that to do, I I did I wouldn't have wanted to do this. I had, I had to make myself decide to work on my craft. <laughs> oh, just because Last of Us has got you that tight? Yeah. I'm over here shooting people's dogs in the face with arrows. <laughs> but not like, it sounds nuts, but the dogs are out to get me. Oh, that was the nuts part about playing like, fuck, that's what I loved about Far Cry. Was I'm like, dogs? oh, I could just fight a bear? Oh well, yeah, bears. I'm about to say, well, the dogs, the dogs, they definitely put the dead dog sound in this game. Like it's. <laughs> oh, I remember that from the first one. They make the dog dying super detailed. What in what game? There wasn't dogs dying in the first one. Don't bullshit. There wasn't. There wasn't. You couldn't kill. All right, that I'm never. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nathan. <laughs> I remember killing a dog in a game, oh. and it sounded crazy realistic. Five far cry. Probably the dog game I can think of where you kill animals all willy nilly. Oh no, it was Dogfighter 2K19. That's what it was. Uh, I remember that one. I remember on the shelves long. W's <laughs> <laughs> got it. So what? Why, why is Last of Us like your Bible? 
I'm glad you called it that because I've been searching for the right words to describe it, and <laughs> I think you helped me. Uh, because I can say from my perspective, like the way you talk about Last of Us, whether whether you the way you talk about Last of Us versus the way you talk about any other game, it's just different. It's just different, and the way it has like a hold on your heart is interesting. I mean, this like. The story, the story's dope. The story's as good as any like great movie you've ever seen or anything like that. If you really play through, have you? I forget. Did you? You, you did play the first one, though. You said right? Uh, not all the way through, but yeah, I got through a lot of it. Okay. Well, to me, the story's like as good as any movie story. But it's it's the I don't know. It's been so long since I played the uh, second one, but this I mean the first one, but the second one, just the way the like AI, the way everything moves in the game is almost like it feels like how it will move in real life like if i like i said there's dogs in it like the people have dogs they're searching for you and stuff so if you end up like killing the dog you'll hear the person go like you kill and they'll say like the dog's name and start coming at you harder than they would have if you didn't touch the dog or same thing like every enemy has a name they're like they'll be like matt matt like after you kill them or something like and it's just and they'll find them and they'll be like yo they killed matt but it's every enemy out of the hundreds of enemies in the game you can like wow. hide the cars it's really just the way everything i don't know if you've ever seen any of the trailers that came out for it before it, it dropped but you see them and you're like i know that looks dope but there's no way the game's gonna play and look like that when it comes out yeah you know, yeah and then you see that shit and it's i don't know now does it feel like because I play, um, like, the game I've been playing right now, I've been replaying uh, Marvel Spider-Man, and, like, all the, you notice, and all, a lot of games have this, you notice, like, every type of bad guy they have, you know how they're going to behave. And so, it, after a certain point, even though the game's good, it gets, like, there's, like, a repetitive nature of it where you're like, oh, he's going to do stuff like this, he's going to do stuff like this. Do the way they have it in Last of Us 2 make it feel like every AI is unique in their own way? Like, every single individual character? Yeah, like, there's, like, because, like, you always know, every game has their sort of, like, foot footmen, and then they're slightly husky guy, and then they're big guy for all yeah. the different bad guys and shit. Yeah, last of us, I mean, I haven't come, I'm not that far in the game yet. Like, it just came out uh, yesterday, to, you know, according to, like, when we're recording this. But uh, so far, it just seems like all the, like, the AI is real smart. Have you ever played, like, any games where you have, where you're supposed to be stealthy at any point? I guess Spider-Man, yeah. some of them parts. Spider-Man's a little bit like that, you know, like, uh, Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. You know how, like, some it's kind of unrealistic. Like, you'll walk past somebody, but if you're far enough away, it, like, you, they should be able to see you, but it's like, I'm out of your, I'm out of your sight cone, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But yeah, like last of us, everything like that is as real as you can think of. Like if you poke out from a window, you could be halfway down the block, but you'll see somebody like, like what the fuck is that? Just starting to eye you up, and you. The only reason you, it, the only cue they give you, so it's not unfair, is you get like a sound cue. Yeah, uh, but um, I don't know. Like I was about three hours into the game. I'm past that now. That's how you know how much I've been playing. It came out yesterday, <laughs> but uh, like three hours into the game, and you know I play games. It it had the best action sequence I've played in any game ever. I don't, really? I, yeah, I want to show it to you off the podcast, but I also don't know if you'll play it, so I don't want to spoil shit. But <laughs> um, 
Now, is it because actually to bring back Spider-Man, Spider, and and I will say the gameplay on Spider-Man is amazing, but they do have these action sequences. So there's a new one. Oh no, no. Well, they did announce Miles Morales, which yeah, uh, yeah. which I, which should be good. I didn't even have to like. I'm so into the Spider-Man franchise. Well, franchise. There's one game, um, but I'm so into the Spider-Man game that they just have to tell me there's another one, and I'm like, yeah. all I need to know. <laughs> and, right, and, and even if the story isn't as good, because the first one's story was real good. But, yeah. Um, as long as they upgrade the the like gameplay, even just a little tweak, just give me 30 more hours of that same shit. Although literally playing that game about a week or two ago, it is just bad timing with the state of the world. <laughs> Because you're basically like, you're just, Spider-Man's just like, because that was the criticism when it came out. Spider-Man's just kind of a cop. And like the whole game, he's talking about like, the police are good and this and that. And you're like, well, Spidey, I got a few videos I got to show you. And, <laughs> yeah, Spidey, I think you need to be policing the cops. <laughs> and then at one, at one point, essentially like the, te- the whole city turns into more of like a police state that you're like, you're a little ahead of a Spidey, but on the nose. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would be great if, like, later on, there's a new Spider-Man movie and that's who he's saving people from is cops. Like, somebody's <laughs> getting fucked up by the cops and they just get webbed. Just, like, oh. I, I can see it. I remember after... um cops to, to, the, to Kingpin, like, here, he's for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the other thing. That was, yeah, it, 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 it's an interesting fucking... That would be great, too. Yeah, Spider-Man is actually, like he teams up with the bad guys and he's like, I just realized as long as you're not blowing up the world, you guys are fine. <laughs> yeah, you guys aren't beating the shit out of civilians. <laughs> my, not to, not to, not to just do a specific thing about the game, but my favorite thing about the Spider-Man game was they had an ultra high security prison underwater, literally like half a mile off the shore of New York city. And you're like, I would have put that farther out into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Like I can jump to it. <laughs> Time management, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you can't can't take can't have a maximum security prison that takes over an hour to get to. <laughs> it was yeah. like it was like the most evil criminals in New York City, and it's like I could see it from the ferry. <laughs> <laughs> like literal literal super villains. <laughs> they want to blow together. up. They want to blow up the world. <laughs> Some of them are half animal. <laughs> you have actual monsters, <laughs> like a short swim. Oh my god, room. that's so funny. Um, um oh, th- th- I got sidetracked because in Spider-Man the action scenes are dope, but it's literally just like cool action, and then they're like, now press A. <laughs> What's it like for Last of Us? Do you, are they more interactive? Last of Us has a little bit of that, like press A or whatever, but it's not. It always the only time you ever have any moment like that is if you're trying to get through a door or you're trying to or a zombie grabs you. But like, uh, see, I want to talk about a moment, but I don't know if it's a, I don't care. Look, sorry, if uh, skip ahead until we're not talking about it. If you don't want to hear about it, uh, there's nothing else to talk about in the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like there was like, a, oh, do you wait? You're, I respect you. Do you want to hear about this scene, Andy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't mind. So, I, if I if I get if I play this game, it probably won't be soon. So I really don't mind. Oh, I hate you. Um, so I mean that. Uh, no, but uh, so like it's a part. You, you it's the game. The whole few first few hours, it's like kind of you know every game takes the earlier like parts of it to teach you shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like, oh, we're 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 teaching you how to throw things, but it's a snowball fight or some dumb shit like that. But yeah. 
but it's just getting you ready and acclimated with the controls. Last of Us did that. It was just doing that for like the first couple hours. And then, you, you you know, there's zombies in the game and shit. And then you get to this one point, and you've been, like, fighting, like, one or two zombies at a time, for the, and that's, like, the most you've been doing. And then you get to this one part where one zombie drops, and then you're, like, you're like all right, I'm going to quick beat the shit out of you. And then, like, two more come, and then you, like, try to start fighting them. And then just, like, there's no – you know how most games like Spider-Man, it'll give you a cue, go here, or something like that. All I knew when I was playing, it was, like, zombies kept coming, and I just was, like, there's no way I can kill 50 zombies, but it didn't, it was no queue. There was no road. I was out in like the woods in the game, but just the way everything was set up, like I kind of knew where to go, but it, it's not as cut and dry as it sounds like, cause other games do this, but not where it doesn't look. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like usually it still looks like, okay, I definitely go here. It didn't look like that. All I knew was like, I can't kill all these zombies. So I just started running and it ended up being what I was should have done. And just this chase scene of running from like a hundred zombies. They That's like so corner. crazy. It, it the whole thing just was like at any dope action scene from any action movie ever. It's see, that's interesting because like my thing with a lot of games is they they present you something that you're like gonna be able to do, and as as you're playing it, it doesn't feel exactly like that like i remember one little detail like when i was playing like uh i remember when i was playing nba 2k one time it was as simple as like the basketball players i didn't feel like i was moving up the court fast you know what i mean yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't feel like i was moving around fast and i was like i want to feel that if i'm playing basketball and then yeah. like some things like that in certain games like you see what's going on but it and i know it's not an easy task so i don't want to uh, make it sound like haven't you fucking figured it out yet? But yeah, that sounds like you feel like you're in the middle of a fucking action scene. Yeah, the, I mean it's dope. The 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 things they do like little details in it that I think are super dope. Like um, I peeped this at the beginning of the game. Uh, you know, like all shooting games, you press the left trigger, it zooms in. And at the beginning of the game, I was like walking around picking up shit to start whatever mission or whatever I was doing. I walked into the bathroom and there's a mirror there. And I hit the zoom in just to see the character model better, just like taking in a new game and shit. And I hit it and I peeped that when it's like zooming, you're trying to zoom in the camera. Like they have details just as little as like she squints, like you're zooming in. So instead of wow. in, like she's squinting, like what's over there? Like little shit like that there are the details that they just got like perfect in this game. That's crazy. What, what did Louis say? You kiss an asshole? And it explodes. Oh, yeah. Exploding <laughs> asshole. Yeah. It's an it's a, the whole game is an exploding asshole. <laughs> the whole game's an exploding asshole. That is a... I, I, they should put that on the box when it gets game of the year. <laughs> the My whole game's an exploding asshole. Nate Marshall. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. Maybe I gotta, maybe I gotta check that out sooner than later. Yeah. Um... Yeah, dude, that sounds tight. I'm trying to think of what I've been. Yo, would you ever? I know you've been twitching and shit. Have you ever thought of doing things like game game reviews or anything like that? Since you've been doing more in like the gaming world. Ah, uh, theoretically, yeah. But I also don't feel like I don't like, I don't feel like my opinion on games is like valuable to anyone. Whose opinion on games is valuable, other than somebody who gets hired at IGN? Every single person who does that shit online. I'm just thinking about it because you, you've been doing, like, Twitch and all that shit. No, that's fair. I literally, I mean, that's literally my mindset. But, I mean, if you're 
if you're going to tell me I'm good enough, I'll I'll run with that and make yeah, my whole I mean, make my whole identity around it. Uh, <laughs> well, you got the you got the skill set to make it work. You know how to edit video, record the shit. Like that's true. You know, that's before, true. You know that's that's more so what I'm getting at. No, that's a that's a good point too. Because it's like who? Because in this day and age, it's like you don't need to be ornated. Like you're the video game guy. Yeah, you just you have just, to. That could be your thing. I don't fucking know video games until recently. <laughs> now just, get into it. That is my whole brand. I'm a. <laughs> I don't know shit, but I. Like I don't know. Things. I don't know shit, but I also mean what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know shit. I mean what I'm saying, and I like things. That's all. That's your whole. <laughs> I like that. I mean what I'm saying, and I like things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to. I wanted to go back to the uh, cancel culture thing because you did bring it up, and I did want to. Yeah, it's because I think were you referencing Joey Diaz? No, I didn't see Joey Diaz got anything. <laughs> well, the Joey Diaz one is uh, is interesting because like they brought up this clip about him talking about uh, making girls, uh, getting girls to blow him to get a a spot on like an open mic or whatever, which is not good. It's not it's yeah. not a good thing to do. But also at the same time, I've known Joey Diaz's shit. Like, I've been a peripheral fan of his. Like, when he pops up on things, I enjoy his shit. I don't, like, listen to his podcast or whatever. Yeah. But, like, it is just interesting knowing about Joey Diaz where you're like, you, you, oh, you guys just found out about Joey Diaz. That's not his worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so, wait, what did, they, what did they get from him? Like, what was the soundbite or the... It was just an old. It was an old clip from the Joe Rogan experience. But they still went to old stuff. Yeah, like it was. It was a couple iterations of the Joe Rogan because you can tell by the way he sets up his video, like sort of what quote unquote era of the Joe Rogan experience it is. And oh, it was where when they said the N word on there. You ever seen those Joe Rogan says the N word compilations? Uh, I mean, I'm not. I haven't seen them, but it's like I've I've known his stuff, and I, he used to be more uh, more free with that. Like he has he has comedy specials where he says it and stuff. Really, I never. I, I didn't start. I only watched I think two of his specials ever. Whichever one was the one where he talked about the Kardashians, and uh, the one after that. Yeah, if you look, at, he's got one where he's wearing like he's wearing a hat and a big and like a. I already light. know what kind of Joe Rogan hat you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His, his fucking hats that he used to wear on Fear Factor, like in that era, Joe Rogan. I think so, yeah. But yeah, there's a, and, and he's more, like, he more does it from a standpoint of, like, talking about the word and analyzing it and this and that. Um, but yeah, he said the word before. And, um, oh, but yeah, with Joey Diaz, yeah, like. It's a compilation. What? Said, I know. I told. I just told you there was a cop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> he said it before. Oh, you mean the thing I've seen him say like 30 times in one? And don't get me wrong. I don't. I'm not. I. You know. Obviously, I don't hate Joe Rogan. I've talked about him a couple of times on this podcast. He's just saying. Just brought it up. What were you saying though? Um. Um. Oh yeah, but the Joey Diaz thing. So in the clip, he's basically talking about uh yeah like i said before he's talking about how he would convince girls to blow him before and then to get him on the list at an open mic which i will say if, if some dude tells you that just go to a different open mic don't you don't want to be at that open mic <laughs> and um and uh and joe how old was joey when he started comedy he was old when he started he was right? older i'm like old old though like when i'm saying older i don't mean like old i mean you know he was old for starting like most of us start at least some point in your 20s yeah like 28 29 is like almost late it's not late i don't, I don't want to call it late because 
motherfuckers have done it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he did start. He did start a little bit later in his life. I believe, right? I think he started in his forties. Maybe, yeah, you might be right about that. Because how how old is he now? He's in his sixties now, and he has he's been doing comedy less than thirty years, I think. Oh yeah, that's good. I never thought about that. But yeah, like the thing with Joey Diaz is if you go back. Oh, and the other. The other part about the clip that just looked bad was you have like Joe Rogan and Brian Redband like laughing and stuff in the video when he's talking about it. Yeah. But the thing is, just knowing Joey Diaz over the years, the ironic part is like I said before, and he's not like shy about this information. I'm not like it's like yeah. this this podcast isn't the scoop or anything. But yeah. like Joey Diaz is free with the fact that it's like that's not even the worst thing he's ever publicly said. Like he has stories about literally kidnapping people yeah even with the like how um much we've obviously you know if you've listened to this podcast you listen to the last few episodes you know how i've been feeling about all the uh you know civil issues and shit but i still think comedy is and maybe this is just me being like a comic just i don't know what it is if i don't know if this could be interpreted wrong but i still think comedy is the place where you should be able to say almost anything trying to be funny you know what i mean without almost anything i mean i don't think you should be able to be like yo fucking kill all gay people jews like something nuts like when i say almost oh, well, anything i mean like an extreme like there I, are extremes you can't just be like trying to be funny like yo i need 20 more hitlers in my life for me like you know, it's just the, oh yeah, yeah if you're if you're trying to be if you're trying to be an edgelord purely to just get yeah. i think if you're going in there trying to tell a joke yeah like exactly yeah exactly exactly no because we we used to have a dude (laughs) i don't know if you ever went um i don't know if you were you ever remember this dude in bethlehem by the way when do you have to be out of here uh we can go a little longer i just didn't want to start at one okay just let me know when if if, like we're going over um no but like i don't know if you were ever in bethlehem at the time and there was this one dude who he was kind of like a a, he was a white guy he was kind of like a punk rockish type guy and he was just kind of doing comedy to be able to like just say shit you know what i mean and at least that's how it came off because he would go up there like it seemed like he was just trying to go up there and just say things to like make people upset and it's like as a comic and if you're going up there purely to just like like being like to put simply be an edgelord yeah I, you know what i mean now i guess i guess technically speaking like remember that time in comedy what like, that time in comedy everybody was doing that shit not everybody but like you know yeah. like that was when tosh was at his highest like we started around tosh's peak so that when we started around a million, like true, I'm yeah, make great jokes. I'm gonna make this, and I, I like that's. I remember that being what was bothering me the most when, uh, like the social justice stuff started taking over comedy, or like the PC culture started taking comedy. I'll say that instead is um, is like comics who I knew, like I've seen you on stage doing rape jokes or whatever version. Oh, okay. Of, like or or holocaust jokes everybody was trying to do holocaust jokes then um like i and then they tried to like over a few years just be like nah, i never did that i've always been i've always been ready to judge you for things you do up there it was just like everybody oh yeah yeah nowhere that shit's infuriating i mean it's i, I don't see it as much now because everybody now is it's either 
Um, I was talking to Tyler about this. Uh, he was a guest on this. I don't remember which episode it was, but Tyler Rothrock, we was just talking yesterday. And, uh, like, what we were talking about is just how, like, how it just it just changed overnight. Like all of a sudden we went from being like, yo, this is like what we do. We hang out, we talk shit. We're awful to each other. And that's yeah. like what we do. Yeah. Secret. Like even, and then, uh, but we, we all know we are, we're okay with that behavior. Like that's what, this is what we enjoy. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, like, and then it flipped, it just flipped to like, no, now we just want to tell on each other. Yeah, like, and I don't want to say the comic scene, but the one like we were talking about the cancel culture. I saw a comic who I've seen, like, and I I met when I met him, right? This this exact comic. I'm not gonna say his name, but when I met him, he uh, the reason we were cool, like one of the re- things we bonded over was uh, kind of like anti being anti like the PC culture, like saying what you want to say on stage and being yourself and all of that, and. Um, like when a little bit of uh now I, I like when a little bit of traction or buzz started happening for which I was real happy to see I did peep that that attitude went away and they started distancing themselves from like me as a friend it felt like like I was trying to like yeah 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 um, I was trying to give them spots at, at pet shop and you know it's not like pet shop was a shitty room to come to and work your shit out you know what I mean like it was a it was a good room and bailed on it multiple times like this last oh like said he was gonna do it yeah like booked on the show and, uh, and see, the I, I would i'd be fine with him just being like oh yeah i can't do it but if you're gonna say you're gonna do it and yeah, then yeah. bail and, I mean, and i'm and it, and it was a like and it wasn't like a the respectful bail either that is the only person who ever did this to me at the show and did it more than once it wasn't the respectful bail it was the uh like just don't show up mm-hmm. so you know i'm we got a lineup we got so just in the comic is a, he's a he's a funny comic like I'm not gonna pretend he's not funny so it was like this show would have benefited from you being on the show yeah 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 but um but he no it something just flipped it's fucking yeah but it was it was it was strange to see because it but the thing that happened with that person recently that was interesting it kind of put in perspective what happened with our you know relationship was uh. Like, cause the thing, like, I mean, if, if I think only comics will notice, or if a comic hears this, but listeners will know. But so, a comic got canceled. Uh, this lady we were talking about her earlier. Um, I forget her name. Doesn't matter. But another comic got canceled. This comic that st- also got canceled, like, had you know some backlash. Some tweets, some old comics of hers came out, and the other comic from that I know. I guess used to be friends with her back where they're from, like when yeah. they all started out. And while the world is bashing her for something, she said, I don't know what she said. I didn't do that much research because I wasn't like prying. I don't care enough to find out. But whatever she said, she said. And then he, as somebody who was her friend, like also tweeted at her, piling up on it and shit. And then somebody pulled some old fucked up tweets of that person's. And, um, and I saw that. I saw that multiple, like I've I've seen this comic do kind of like coming at other comics or other people for things they said. Mainly comics is where it bugs me. I don't care if you're a politician saying some fucked up shit. Like you shouldn't be doing that. You're a politician. Yeah. But like I've seen it coming at other comics, and then like to the thing that stood out to me the most is that that other comic that you were trying to get at was your friend. But 
like even if say say you said something I hate it, right, Andy? And I and I didn't know, and I knew after that, like me and Andy can't be friends the same way anymore. I still wouldn't go to Twitter, like, or go go to the comedy community, like, yo, by the way, fuck Andy, guys. Let me tell you what it would just be like. All right, like I'd probably call you, we'd have a conversation, be like, you know what I mean? We'd be adults, we were friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how much phoniness. There's just like a there's just like a code between people. I don't know. It's like it's like, dude, does no amount of time spent with the other person mean anything? Like, did they not? I I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't get that. I don't get that. And then half we were joking about it before. Where like half the time these people will pull up old tweets that they're apologizing for, and then sometimes you're like, that's a funny joke. <laughs> I don't know what you're apologizing for. That's a funny joke. Yeah, some of the some of the things that I saw were definitely funny. Some weren't, but the ones that weren't funny to me, if I'm being honest, it was just because they were at black people. So I know why it wasn't funny to me. So I won't (laughs) shit on that one. But (laughs) yeah, dude, it's I don't that that's the thing I don't get. Like people like it's it's as simple as like you have if here's the thing if you have someone's phone number and you're like very seriously tweeting about them rather than texting them first it that's just weird to me yeah especially about shit that's from it's it's it was the i think the things the girl got in trouble for were like 10 years ago or something like a long time ago which kind of seems like it might have been around the time that they would have known each other well well you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know i just don't like seeing friends i remember like i don't one of my favorite sets i've ever seen live was uh (laughs) was uh mark Marin when we went to see Marin, mm-hmm. and um but i can't really fuck with him anymore because of how he kind of turned on louis publicly when all this shit happened with with Did that he? oh yeah he likes i mean he Damn. said he said some shit and i, I think mark Marin's is one of the best comics ever but like you know in the scheme of things like you top 100 kind of thing but, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, i like top 10 no he's a good it's, it's he's, he's a great comic yeah but um but just to whenever I see somebody do something like that to a friend publicly, it just like it, it puts a bad taste in my mouth as you as you like I now like I feel like, oh, we can't be friends because you as a friend are like you can't be trusted as a the things you need. Exactly. To trust you can't trust them. And I, I yeah, I feel that because that's one of my things, man. I get like I get weird about. I'm weird about like who to trust and everything like that. And it's just, that's why a lot of this cancel culture stuff has been like, I think it's been extra triggering for me because it's just like, you know, you find out, you find out the news is lying to you at every turn and like, Oh yeah, you can't trust any of your friends. And you're like, well, I don't know what's real anymore. Start, <laughs> I'm start side eye and Steph. I sleep with one eye open. You, know, you can't, can't trust anyone today, dude. Yeah. Um, Oh, I wanted to uh, clarify a thing I said earlier because I was like stumbling over my words, but I was just talking about like saying things on stage mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, I, I just want to clarify. My general feeling is as long as you're up there and your sole purpose is trying to be funny. Yeah. You, you, you got to let people say what they want to say. Yeah. Yeah. At least as a comics, I can't, we can't control people like i just think that is what it is if people yeah the audience feels like they don't want that shit then you know you can try it nothing says you can't try it but if it doesn't work 
and and they throw you out the motherfucker, then that's what happens. Well, yeah, there's in every situation there is how we think it should be, and there's what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you gotta you gotta live. You gotta you gotta have your you know have your rock you're willing to die on, but also know what the reality of the situation is, and that's just a pure survival thing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, I don't know. Stop being. Stop being jerks. It's not cool. <laughs> All of that passion. And then, yeah, so guys, knock it off. Knock, knock that shit off and behave yourselves. It's just like you just turned into a principal. <laughs> All right, guys, just stop being jerks out there. Or no I, would, uh, <laughs> I just want to grab all the comics by the scruff of their neck. <laughs> Be like, hey, don't, nope. No, just just the comics who are way too uh, one side. The other, like, there's that's the other thing in comedy, like audience wise, it feels like there's no, um, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? And I I think this does also lean towards. I don't think it's as big a deal, and uh, it depends where you are. Eh, nah, I'm gonna see. Yeah, I think never mind. I'm gonna take back that last thing I said. But I think audience wise. It's like you either go in front of an audience if and you got to be super. One thing, like if, you, if I'm here, I mean, you don't have to be, but it feels like they want, like, who they want to be their favorite comic. Like they'll follow around fanship-wise. Like, new comics is either far, I'm going to make sure I don't say one thing that can make anybody uncomfortable, or I'm going to say a ton of things to make you uncomfortable. And those are, like, the only, there's no, like, like what audiences want doesn't seem to be like new audiences doesn't seem to be they want somebody who's hearing it at all. Okay. So I want you to represent me a hundred percent and never represent the other people if you're gonna be my favorite or Oh yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. mean like in front of audiences because audiences don't like once you're there and you know how to do comedy, it doesn't matter what the fuck they're into. If it's funny, they're gonna laugh. But as far as like who they're gonna decide, like this is my guy, and these are all things that matter now. I'm gonna follow you on Twitter. I'm gonna share your things. I'm gonna like those things. If if they see something and it makes them laugh, but they know that the I like the ideology of it or whatever or the whatever it's talking about could offend people. Those things like shares that you need now you're not going to get them just off of the strength of like, mm, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. We, I got to, everyone experiences it where you're like, cause like, especially with the fact that like Twitter or whatever shows what even, they even show like what you liked. Yeah. Yeah. I get like, ah, someone's going to see. I like that. Uh, it's going to be a headache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, you, you know what else I think is uh yeah. Twitter will like give you a notification. Like if one other person that the person follows likes it, like if if you and Lemare follow something, Twitter will be like Andy and so and so. Oh, Andy and Lemare like such and such. I just turned Lemare to a so and so like the second half. <laughs> you said his name and then was just like Andy and some asshole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's. I don't remember what I was saying after I did that, but I was talking about yeah. You just gotta like. Yeah, it, it, the social pressure makes you... Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say this, too, by the way. You brought up how, like, things used to... Be, like, how co the vibe of comedy before where, like, everything was about... Like, I remember getting excited <laughs> just being a young comic and I hear the stories of, like, 
what the fuck was it? It was like Jim Norton and Louie. One of them goes up to the other, slaps pizza out of their hand, and just goes, your mother's a cunt, and walks away. And you're like, yeah. I wanna, and you're like, I want to do that to I, someone. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I just, dude, the fucking, what the fuck was it? I was listening to something, and I was like, I was also thinking about like the podcast we did, how I kept, uh, the, when we were talking about Chappelle, I kept bringing up Patrice yeah. and like, so Patrice has been on my mind and I just, ha I'm like, I haven't listened to fucking Patrice in forever. So I was just listening to him yesterday mm -hmm. and it would do, it was like a time warp, man. It, was, it just yeah. like brought me back and it reminded me, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, cause I've been thinking about too. It's like the way. You know, it's the way being on Twitter too much trains you to think where it's like yeah. it makes you think you need to have like a, 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 a passionate opinion on every subject and this and that. And it's like, mm -hmm. like, you know, and all that, it changes the way you think about it. It changes the way I think about things. And then I, I listened to this old track of Patrice and I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's why I've gotten to comedy. Yeah. To like talk shit and make people laugh. <laughs> but Patrice is part of one of those, the funniest things that I ever, like my top like funny things i've heard on like radio or podcasts that made that also make you like kind of love comedy is um is uh well one of them was this comic it was like a podcast i forget that was years ago but like his mom had died right and the other comics were like it had just died they're doing a podcast and then the one comic goes like uh Hold on real quick. I got a text from my mom, like being serious. And then the other comic whose mom just died was like, oh, you got a got a text from your mom. And he's like, yes, my mom who can kiss me the next time she sees me and <laughs> can call me and tell me like, you know what I mean? So the one guy sitting there, his mom just died. And then they just start wrote every comic that's on the podcast just starts talking about all the things that they'll be able to do when they see their mothers next. <laughs> and like that's the shit that we like did. Dude, that shit, dude, fuck it. You just made me remember um, something uh, Pat George did to me one time who's been on the podcast. I was telling him, I don't know if it was like someone died or something big had happened. And I was just like super bummed and sad. And I was just opening up to my friend. I get a couple words into it. Pat grabs his phone, puts it up to his ear. And he's like, sorry, Andy, I got to take this. And just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed so, dude, it's like that shit's so fucking funny. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's another one, but I don't even want to bring it. It's, I feel like if I bring it up, it's not going to sound good. But you ever see it here when Louie was uh, talking to Patrice about, like, like uh, Patrice, what first he did, he's told, like, where, uh, like, some specific like Jew slur I said Jew slur <laughs> Jewish slur yeah Jewish slur <laughs> uh, Jewish slur that sounds like kite yeah oh so you know you know exactly what I'm talking oh, about oh yeah no I, Nate you I don't know if you remember this you've told this story many a time it's like your favorite story on this podcast not on the podcast oh. I've just heard you in life tell it and no it's it's a hilarious mo it's a hilarious moment from ONA yeah it was uh Patrice and Louie and this is like and if you know Patrice, you know he wasn't like, if you know the comic Patrice, if you're listening, you know he wasn't like no sucker type comic. And uh, so like he's explaining where, you know, kite, kite, like the flying kite, I'm not saying the thing came from. And then he's like, you know where that came from, blah, 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 and explains how it came from. And then at the end of all of that, Louis like, do you know where, and he says the N word, but he's not like, say, like, he's not saying the N word. He's like, do you know where nigga came from? And then Patrice is like, no, we're like genuinely curious. And, and, and Louis just like, 
So there was some guy, and he was just being an N-word. And then, like, right when he said it, Patrice started dying because he was so <laughs> interested. Like, he got him. He got him with the okie dope. And, uh... Well, my my favorite part, too, is actually, I'm pretty sure when he goes, do you know where the N-word came from? There's, like, a, there's like a half a second pause, and you almost hear a slight quiver in Patrice's voice, and he's like, no. Nah, I don't remember it sounding like that. I remember, no? Okay, yeah, I might be remembering it wrong. I remember it being like he thought, because the way Louis <laughs> said it was like he actually knew. Like oh, okay. It, like he said it like he was about to say a real thing. Like, you know, it's not always jokes. You know, sometimes it's just conversations on radio, shows and podcasts and shit. So I, I, the way I remember hearing it is like, Patrice was like, nah. Like, 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 I'm interested. Why, man, tell me how y'all started being racist. Like, learn, like he thought he was going to learn where the slur came from for a second. And then Louis just did that. And I remember, the thing I remember, the reason why I'm, one of the things I remember is when, uh, when uh, Shane got in all his shit, I remember being around like other comics and like it was it was a <laughs> that was one thing I thought was funny is like a lot of the comics who were there who showed up to support that dude was uh black comics. Like I just mostly saw black comics and you and like a few other people. Oh, but, that was uh, the funny not to interrupt, that was one of the funniest parts of the night where I think it was it was like Monroe Martin and someone else. They see Shane pacing outside like nervous on the phone, and then they see him and they just start like busting out laughing like you're in trouble <laughs> yeah because that's like not what we the, the, a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times the comics i see who are doing the most like bullshit talking are the ones who and not i mean we're outside we're not all the way inside this world yep but like the comics who have like officially like made it it seems like they're the ones who don't really do all of that like shitting on each other not always like there's another level where once you get real notoriety, then you go back, they backtrack and they will shit on you. But then there's that other like we're all in the clubs together and I don't necessarily see you shitting on me because I said a thing because you guys got to see each other all the time. Like you're always yeah. I think that's part of it. It's like I'm going to have to see this dude on Tuesday at one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good point, too. It's just like especially when you see. Yeah, actually, that is probably an element of it where it's like you're not going to like it's easier to shit on someone if you're never going to have to see them. Yeah. So. Um, the fuck else was I going to say? Yeah, yeah there's nothing going on. <laughs> no, what were you talking about? Opie and Anthony, Shane. I don't you're remember. Just, you're just talking about comedy and how you used to be able to say what you want to say. Yeah. Go back and listen to old Patrice. It's a, no, it's it's I, fun. I, I mean, it was. I still don't know how I felt hearing Louis say that right to my face. I mean, it's Louis, and I, I don't, you know, it's different when it's Louis. But that's like a P is also a peer. <laughs> so it'd be yeah, like me and you were successful, and you would just hit me with that on the radio. I felt some type of way, <laughs> but it still was funny. But I don't know. I don't know what it would be like sitting there for that at that. Yeah, time. I don't know. It was also too. That was what. That was probably like 2010. Probably earlier than that. Yeah, there's just a different vibe in the world back then. Yeah, it it it, 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 was, <laughs> you know, it you know what it is too. It would feel shittier now than it would then. Like to anybody, like the person saying it would feel like they're doing. Like you would have to actually somehow feel like you're doing more than Louis felt at that time, if that makes sense. And it would feel more aggressive to the like person who's hearing it. Does that make sense? Like, what I'm saying is the world, the way like things are and the way people view things, I think it's just, 
because you know everybody's on edge with everybody about things you say, if you say something like that to somebody, you go through a different thought process. You go, like, I don't bet yeah, you yeah. his thought process was just, this is going to be a joke, it's going to be funny. But now his thought process will probably still on the, like, it will still stop, like, all right, I'm going to say this, people are going to hear this, it's going to be disrespectful, blah, blah. It's like, it's more layers to just the joke now because of people's energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a different, there's a different uh, vibe to the world to put simply it just wouldn't hit the same it wouldn't hit the same and it would not for either person saying it i don't i don't think like i'm sure there's things that you or me would have said before that if i said it now i'd kind of be like ah. and it's not even on no other like shit it's not like a i'm super justice warrior now it's just like something about yeah my mindset now is like nah i don't even feel good about saying it no, like, I, I I know what you're saying. You just over time, you just get you just get older, and you're like, ah, I don't feel like I don't feel like saying those things anymore. Yeah, yeah, and I don't feel the same way I felt about saying them now. Like it feels differently. Yeah, like I don't say. <laughs> I mean, I'm I say it now because I'm just gonna say it, but I don't say like faggot like anymore. And I used to. I used to say it all the time, but it's not like I don't say it because um. I mean, I guess some of it is I don't want to get in trouble, but uh, but for the most part, it just don't come off like you don't feel even if i tried to like even if i was joking with somebody off on the phone that it won't cancel me and i was going to say it like it just doesn't who i know won't give a shit it just it doesn't feel like what i feel well it's it's like the it's like the shit i was saying earlier where you'd make fun of like i remember in high school or whatever you'd make fun of the weird kid but then you yeah. get older and you learn shit and you're like oh no the weird kid has legitimate problems and it's yeah. just it just doesn't hit the same way when like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know that's not a perfect analogy. Yeah, I was about to say, somebody's going to say, you said gay people had a problem. <laughs> as soon as you said Let it, me clarify. Let me clarify. It was just a analogy, not an exact parallel <laughs> between the two. But no, it's just over, over time you get it. I should say, I'll oh. say it this way. Over time, you just get a new perspective and you don't, I don't know, you don't feel like saying stuff like that anymore. Oh, that was the thing. I, 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 want, I lost track of what I brought up some for when I brought up the thing with Gillis and black people being around. Them. That was one of the things where people were like, people are getting too sensitive now. Like as all of us were talking about it and the, the, the Louis story came up, the one I told about Patrice. It was like, remember, you ever heard this? Like we, and we were all like, you know, we're all, yeah, man, right? Like that, that's crazy. Like we were using that as a comparison to like what happened to, to Shane. And like how different it it was, but no one was talking about it like that. Louis thing bothered them. They all, everybody was talking yeah. about that shit was hilarious. And it's well, and you also it's, see, it's, and it wasn't like the it wasn't like a black comic who would be like the fucking I I can't think like a Candace Owens black comic like it, it wasn't anybody like that saying it. It was just a bunch of real dudes just like like nah that shit didn't doesn't bother me. Yeah, and then also again. Yeah. And and also too, it's like the other part, the other part that is kind of annoying and you see it the more with, there's more sort of people on like the left and the SJW side apologizing for things. It's like when you see people kind of like go hard on judging each other's morals on just having like, Oh, they said the wrong thing and this and that. And it's just like, dog, you like, you never said anything fucked up ever. That was what was interesting about the thing I was talking about at the beginning with the double cancel like you you tried he person tried to shit on their friend and then uh, within hours got their own card pulled and you know went went through a little bit got a couple yeah. kill yourselves 
But, you know, I wonder, I just, I'm curious. I haven't talked to them. I started to text them because I still, as much as people are shitting on him, I feel what I don't feel anything different about him either. Like, I don't want, I would love to see him still get as much as yeah. he want to get. He was on a nice trajectory, and I don't want to see any comic lose that. But, uh, cause you know, that's the, you know how hard it is. I, exactly, exactly. You know how fucking hard it, like we, you know, how often you're doing shit where you're like, Hey, please come to my show. Please check out my thing. And how hard it is for people to actually give a fuck about your stuff. So to just get on board with the whole, like, get them the fuck out of here. They did one little no, no thing. It's just, I don't know, dude, it's so hard to get behind that. And, and like, and I, and I do know, like, like you said, how hard, like, I remember when I moved up here, I was one, he was one of the first people I met and was cool with. And uh, he had been up here for like nine or 10 years or eight or nine or something like that. In that range, like it was a long time, but it was still like from what I was seeing wasn't, it didn't have any real traction, like still just Mike in it after like almost a decade in the city. So like, I do get like, the, I do get the, the, the part about like, I, I don't get it, but I understand the part about being like, this shit is hard. We all wanted to work. If you see, I can see how a window to like, I think I can get in this way can entice you to be. A yeah. But I don't know. I still think the right thing is to be better than that. But everything I've heard, even like since being in the game and then like before I got in, it was that shit. Don't don't work. <laughs> Well, it's also, that's also just like short-sighted shit. And I agree with you. I get on paper just being like, yo, if you, if you bury this guy, it'll help you out. But that's like a short, that's a, that's a short man's game, dude. Like long, yeah, long term. Man. What? Don't sit on the short man. <laughs> I stop you there. That offends me. That's and the, li- that's the I'm, little you know devil. I'm, I'm tweeting. Oh no, Nate, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was, let me, load, let me load up. The, let me load up the note. Ted. <laughs> About to fucking tweet this nigga in oblivion. <laughs> um, what the fuck was I gonna say? Oh yeah, no, that's just like the that's like the short game, dude. Like, cause the people you're gonna get off burying people like that. Like we saw it with um, and I, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of his, and he he went on the whole, uh, you know, Jamie Kilstein. No, he did the whole thing where he went like ultra ultra lefty. And then it was basically he was trying to, like, he's basically trying to, you know, all in an all A-OK way trying to fuck a girl. But he went in the ultra, ultra lefty direction. And that eventually, like, backfired on him. Because, he you know, he was, going, he was going the way of, like, burying comics and doing all this stuff. And that got him an audience. But once it got to a certain point, that audience you're going to get from doing that shit is going to turn on you. Yeah, exactly. and that's what ended up happening. Now he's sort of, uh, you know, come back to the sane side of things, and he's like a cool dude and everything. But go look up Jamie Kilstein; he's a perfect example of all that shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember that, but it sounds like the same shit. Like, I hate him now. I hate him. No, he's a cool dude now. Well, he's he learned an error of his ways. He's not a piece of shit friend deep down inside anymore. Yeah, he basically went on the whole like, <laughs> like he went on all the like, cool, he went on the cool, all the cool podcasts and was just like, sorry, I sucked for a while. <laughs> yeah, but it's I, still I, phony. That's still phony. I don't th- I don't think he's being phony, but I I, I get. I I get how I get from your perspective what, where you're coming from because on the surface I I get what you're saying. Yeah. 
But uh, I just I just peeped the time. I gotta um I gotta get out of here. All right, word. Oh yeah, we've been going for probably like an hour or so. Uh, just want to you know other podcasts, Devil Tree Pod. Uh, Instagram is that name Marshall. Twitter is that name um. Website is uh, Nate Marshall Comedy. It hasn't been updated since way before the uh, <laughs> the quarantine. <laughs> but I went is- on it I was going to change my dates to just say COVID nineteen, and that was it. Just so you knew it wasn't <laughs> nothing. And and then I was like, oh, like I realized how long it had been since I updated it, even before everything. They were all like December, January dates. <laughs> 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 hell yeah uh andy got jokes on all my social twitter and instagram all that and also twitch.tv slash andy got jokes come check me out uh twitching over there and talking shit guys gals everyone in between thank you for listening be about it peace peace